Oh man. <laughs> Yo. Yo, how do, how do I do that? Yo, my fault. I don't mean to do it. Let's go. I, I, I saw the minimum thing. I don't care. I don't want to hear. <laughs> oh, I wasn't on gallery this whole time. I actually struggle. It's it was for the better, man. It was for the better. I needed to tell Twitch for something that that would have hurt you if you heard it. Yo, what you say? <laughs> what you say? Uh-huh. What you say? Who? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I needed to tell Tochiko something that you Yo. were going to give me. <laughs> I can't. I, so I'm not allowed to know? Huh? You want to know? <laughs> I do want to know. Why else would I be asking? It is an observation that I made. Man. Listen, I wasn't involved. All right? I just want to let that be known. I was not involved. All right, all. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. It was just something that you sent earlier. I just made an observation to it, and you know, I just need to get it off my chest. <laughs> get off your chest, then. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. No, 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 no. Talk about your. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Fam, to give context, what happened was he booted me into the waiting room to talk about something behind my back because I kicked them out, like literally kicked them out when I was host before. I deserved it, but anyways. Welcome to episode 12 of As I Go. This is the finale and I'm really, really excited to share this episode, this conversation with my boys Tiko and Tochiku. It it got pretty real and I edited a lot out because it was too real, but I hope this is still good and I hope that you guys just enjoy. I'll see you guys afterwards. Bro, listen, step outside of church, right? Step outside of Christianity. Women... They have women around them. Like they have community. And like maybe definitely at a fundamental perspective, men, men are the reasons why we don't have like we're the cause of our isolation, our solitude, or whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of people they look at men as like, oh, why don't y'all just do this? A lot. Like, like <laughs> not that easy, fam. Like, oh like, why don't you just talk about it to each other? Like can't just do that, fam. Oh, like, I'm telling you. And it'd be the ones who, like, not, not even to get sexist, but it'd be the women that'd be like, man, like, you guys are nothing. Like, what's wrong with men? Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's like, bro, y'all have, like, the quintess- quintessence of community around you. And not for real. you're just not trying to share the wealth. And you're just telling me to do it. Like, how I don't know where to look for that. For real. That's a real struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing, but that's a real struggle. Like, oh, and it's just like, oh, men this, men that. It's like, bro, like, help? Like, like we're crying <laughs> out. Like, holy, it was like, y'all got, y'all got it. And, and then you're telling us to get it, but you're not telling us how to get it or what, like, what this stuff is. It's freaking hard, man. It is. It's hard, man. And all y'all are men, like, and then it just goes back to, like, the, like the pressure of like having to do everything and stuff like that like it's like oh y'all are men like why don't you just figure it out like i'm not supposed to be the head of the household and teach you all this stuff you're supposed to know all this stuff you're a man da, 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 da. 
You're not gonna lie, fam. I'm not mentally here still. <laughs> like I've been listening to you guys, but like because of all the psychology I've been doing earlier, like the whole day. Oh, I can't tried. think. Like I'm, like I'm taking in what you guys are saying, but on my end, I can't think. Uh, like you know, that's all good. But no, no, no. I I just been digesting that stuff. Like, like for me, I don't know, man. Like, I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <sighs> key that's a big topic that I never touched upon that affects me a lot. You know, especially like being in a relationship already, fam. I feel like it's too late, kind of thing. It's too late. <laughs> so I just, I just push it away. I just push it away. I'm like, ah, right, it's whatever. I just improvise from here on. Right? <laughs> what am I gonna do, right? You know. <laughs> you know like when a lot of people say oh before i get into a relationship i want to do this i want to you know i want to bring up this i want to confront this about my you know i want to reconcile with this me i'm just like you know i i can't go back you know <laughs> it is what it is we ball. You know? <laughs> See, you don't even say it as much. Get on my face. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, life goes on. But nah, fam, that's, that's a tough one. I, I think a lot of people don't talk about it enough. Especially thinking like a lot of people, like that's that's the root of a lot of people's intimacy. You know? Issues, yeah. Childhood. How they, childhood. Yeah, childhood, like, you know, yeah, and a lot of people don't bring it up enough and it kind of causes problems down the line when it's time to raise your own kids kind of thing no for that's why i'm thankful for this bro like like when Tochi was saying like thankful for these calls bro I, i've been thinking about that since he said that bro i swear like i think about my friends and like they don't have they don't get to you know the friends i complain about was like why don't they open up it's like they don't get to do that they don't yeah. they don't have that they don't have that environment yeah. Bro, oh my goodness. Listen to a podcast last week. Tell me why. This one this one quote is stuck in my head. I didn't even have to write it down to remember. It's one of those things that just stuck with me. This guy is like a really like world-renowned like uh trauma guy. Anyways, he had this, he wrote this book, and in the book it was like Trauma blocks love, but love heals trauma. I'm like, that's kind of hard. Like when you meet two people with that's crazy. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let that sit. Before you move on, fam. Before you move on, hold on, fam. Yo, I heard that. I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not real. No, I'm being legit. Like, hold on. (laughs) Can you say it again? Say one more time. Trauma, uh, trauma blocks love. love. But I love heals trauma. Telling you, bro, when he said that, I'm like, this, like, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, you can't help but block love, the, the thing that will heal the other person. And then when the other person heals, they can heal you. But it's like, y'all are just like walls, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I'm sitting with that for a minute. I'm going to be oh. happy New Year's. <laughs> Bro, like, the, That's I, the, the podcast was like that. Like, bro, he had this one segment where he was talking about parenting. 
And he said, what were you expecting when you had children? I heard that question. I'm like, what? What do you mean? What was like, like, I don't have kids, but obviously like, what does he mean by that? He's like, when you were trying to have children, did you have like, okay, my kid's going to have everything I didn't have. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. What expectations did you have when you like sat down? and was like, I want to have kids. Right. He would make his clients list them out. Mm -hmm. I drop all that. And it's like, your parents, like he's an intellectual. He went to Harvard. He got his degree and everything. So for him, like going to Harvard and getting out of his hometown that literally saved his life from a alcoholic dad, abusive household, like getting, going to Harvard, mm-hmm. like school saved his life. So he, yeah, he always wanted his kids to like be intellects. And he was talking about like, he's a firm believer that kids are not what you want, but what you need. His kid is on the autism cool. spectrum and then his other yeah. kid is just, he doesn't want to do anything with like intellect. He wants to be a mechanic. He loves cars. So for him, where school literally saved his life and he had all this expectation that my kids are going to be intellectual for like the first couple of years of parenting was really hard for him because like it felt like his expectations were getting shattered, like in front of his face. Like this is not what I expected or anything and stuff like that. What was he expecting? Like what he wanted? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wanted his kids to go to school, be smart, whatever, like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, again, one of his kids on this autism spectrum, the other one just likes, loves cars and stuff like that. And he just talks about, like, in parenting, like, a lot of parents are just fueled by empathy. You know, like, an empathy is like, you're going through this. I went through something similar, so I know how you feel. Right. So it's like, they're mm-hmm. high on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if it comes like, ah, oh, I'm going through this relationship problem. And they're like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what you mean. Do this. And it's like, it's not supposed to be like and then when you come back it's like i don't think that will work that will work they get higher on the empathy it's like no i literally know do this i and it's went like, through that yeah it's like no i literally yeah. went through what you're going through just do this and it's like that just makes it about them it's like okay you come about to them the, about the hurt. parents about the yeah. parents you mean okay you come to them with your hurt and they're just thinking about their hurt and then like all those from good intentions oh my gosh yeah it's like it's like I'm coming to you with this, but it really just turned about you because you know what I mean? Uh, that, yeah. that was crazy, bro. Think about that about like the whole expectations thing and how like some people want to have kids just so that just kind of project those expectations they have. Yeah, like it themselves. can heal a part of them. To, yeah. To, yeah. 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 And then, like, that motivation just hurts, too, right? Like, you're not allowing them to explore their full potential. Yeah, yo, that reminds me of this book I was reading um, a few months ago. It's called What We Carry. And it talks about, like, um, mat- maternal love in two generations, basically. Um, how, like, she, for, the story starts off with, like, the author talking about her childhood and how, like, her mother was and, like, her per- perception on her mother and those struggles. And then... Um, also like literally back to what you're saying about like um, our children are what we need because they help you realize stuff when she had yeah. when she grew up and had her own kids and stuff you ate too much sugar fam this guy eating <laughs> no 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 um, but like when she had a kid when she had a kid she realized um, so many things about her mother um, that like and, and her childhood that that was like sort of like a facade like her mom when she was growing up like the author her mom when she was growing up her mom used to always say like 
um, I'm a doctor and I do this and stuff like that because I care for you and I'm doing this for you. This is for your benefit. This is for your protection. Um, but then when she started to like learn the truth about her mom, um, about like how I, I, I can't give you the details and I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know it. Like I, I forgot it, but like um, she found out the truth about her mom and how her situation was less heroic as she painted it when she was raising when she was being raised and um, she realized that like her mom would tell her that just because it's like, I guess like that gave her a confidence that someone would look, look up to her and that she was a hero in someone's eyes. Um, and I think she realized this, like the author realized this because with her own daughter, she was trying to do the same things. Like she was trying to be that hero. And like, even when she couldn't, she would like make up stories and stuff like that about herself um but then like bridging the two with like oh dang like this is revealing to me um that stuff like i definitely yo that's crazy that's crazy (laughs) both both of the things you're saying about like how trauma um blocks love but love heals trauma because like she the mother like the author is literally like traumatized from before and she's blocking love from her daughter like proper love like like a I don't know, like a two-way love, not just um, one person giving it, but then like the fact that her daughter is there, um, so innocent and like so loving, and that's healing her. Um, mm. And then it goes back again to like the not what you want, the what you need. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Wild, <laughs> wild, wow. wild. I need to go really step because like another thing you talked about was like the difference between empathy and compassion, fam. And, What's the difference? Everything compassion. And it's weird because I like that episode came like not right after, but like a couple of weeks after he like told me off. Like, you need to pray for compassion. And I'm like, well, don't I really have compassion? But it was actually empathy. But like compassion is like hmm, compassion is like the way he described it is like you have a plate, right? Somebody brings their plate to you. Compassion is you clear your plate completely. And you take all their food on your plate. But empathy is where you... Isn't that stealing? That's stealing. And they have their food. And they try to give you some of the food. But then you try to give, give them something back with like a diff- similar taste. But at the end, you just end up like adding more food to their plate instead of taking their food. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. Like when they don't want the food. Yeah, like oh, compassion okay, okay. is yeah, like yeah, compassion is solely about being there for the person. That's it. There's no other thought on your mind. None of your like nothing. Just right. you're take just there it. for them. But take empathy it. is like you take in their the information they're giving you and you're relating it to you. You know what I mean? Right. So at the end of the day, it's still about you, which is not compassion. You know what I mean? Dang. Yeah. And then bro, I'm like. Like, yo, what? That's hard though. I'm telling you. And he talked about it. He's like, you have to wrestle with this before you get in a relationship, before you have kids. I'm like, bro, it's hard. Because it's hard because you have like this immense desire to help somebody and you're just trying to figure out a way you can help them. And a lot of the times you, you reach into your own life. But a lot of times that's like compassion, bro. Like, and I, I realized it's funny because right after I listened to that podcast and I prayed for compassion, the conversation with Mark, 
happened when I was like, I literally just seen him. Like, I didn't What? think of anything like um, in my life that's like, oh yeah, I relate to like that hurt with I literally, bro, it was just dang, Mark, da, 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 that's it. Yeah, And then Mark was, was like, crazy. so that really, da, da, da. I'm like, oh, this is compassion. <laughs> And you pray for it. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I'm that like, is, oh, like that is this crazy. is what this does. Like, there's such a difference. You know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> nah, that was real, fam. I was real. I'm, I'm actually about to, I have something ready for like Tuesday to post. But I, I, I was writing like, um, like it means a lot to have people who like it means a lot to have people who see my genius when there's days I couldn't. And I was like, I, I was writing like, I really find it funny when people say, I love the way you think, because some days, many days, I don't even want to be here like this. I don't want to be in this headspace. And then I remember just writing like, thank you for um, to my friends for helping me be seen. And I know it may sound like weird or whatever, but like. It means a lot to me because I knew the younger me would be ecstatic to even have a sliver of this. And like, that's, that's not even hyperbole, fam. And so like, literally that moment, fam, I was like, yo, this guy is just like, you're saying paragraphs about myself. Like that never happens, you know, like it's usually yeah. a lot of times when people are sending paragraphs, it's like, yo, thank you for what you're doing for me. Or like, thank you yeah. for yeah. how your thoughts affected me. But then this guy was like, yo, I see you in a different way. And like, I, I respect you in a different way. And I don't know, like, just like reading that fam, I was like, yo, I'm happy I'm seen. Like, yeah. it, it goes beyond, it goes beyond like whatever gift or, or thing you could give somebody, but like just helping them be seen. And it even goes back to like what you're saying about like Midnight Mass and like that person's description of heaven, how it's like love yeah. and you're not alone fam. Like yeah. that's literally like when I experienced that fam and I experienced it with a lot of people, not a lot of people, but like I experienced it a lot more this year. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like that was, that was special, but I think to get there, it took a lot of risk fam. Like it's scary to, to say this. Don't be like, saying that bro. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, but like, I just have to, I don't know. It's like a nerve in me. Like even right now, fam, even saying that, It's, it's like no offense to you guys and it's nothing personal towards you guys but like I always think about like yeah what I mentioned earlier like it's it's hard to be intimate when you know when it's always in the back of your mind that someone's gonna leave that sounds so cheesy though but yeah. it's, it's, a real, it's a real feeling it's a real thing you deal with me you ain't gotta explain that to me <laughs> yeah with like With, with like if i'm not i don't want to say christianese but if i'm not like talking spiritual yeah it's like there's something wrong with me but with it's like if i'm talking spiritual there's something wrong with me <laughs> but it's like here i can be like me and god can be great or me and god can be garbage and like i can still be you know normal here if I'm, i don't gotta be So, you know, oh my gosh, like what well, God's telling me recent now. Nah. I don't gotta be yo super worldly. Nah, just bro, I can be. I can just be. You could just be, fam. I swear, sometimes I just want to sit there and just be like, just my about myself, fam. I'm like, yo, that's sick that I could do that with people, like with people too. Like, I don't gotta be impressive, bro. Literally, when I'm like immersed in conversation, unless someone brings it up, 
I forget that I have any talent. And like, usually that's like the peak of who I am to like the mm. outside, like to most people, like, oh, you're writing new, new lyrics or like, how did yeah. you come up with this and stuff? But then here it's like, yo, I'm just a person. Fam. I'm like, I, I don't need <laughs> to be anybody else. I don't need to be impressive or anything. And that's, that's crazy. That's crazy that it's that way, you know? That is crazy. Mm. Not gonna lie. A lot of people I talk to, only the waste using for the Eagles football, you guys and Layla. Like out of people, you know. That's life. Other than my Layla's family and my family, that's it. So like I forgot what it feels like, you know. And then people in my program, I just don't talk to them. Only when they need schoolwork or something. I just look at what they said. Like I forgot. I remember like back in modern Gouval, like how to reach like different people. Sometimes yeah. I'll stand back, I'm like, I'm different to all these different people, you know. It's a yeah. different vision of me, not just how they perceive me, but how I come across to them. Yeah. You know, sometimes I want to be this, you know, funny African kid. Sometimes I want to be this <laughs> white like kid, you know. <laughs> or maybe this bad athlete. Like I'm athletic, but I'm not good at any sport to some people, you know. <laughs> but hey. Uh, just seeing those that raw side of her of like things that are not praiseworthy you can't protect that when you see her sexualized you can't yeah. you can't you can't take care of that side of her you can't right. respect that side of her when you see her sexualized and yeah. when you see her in the romantic view i think what romance does it is it amplifies all of their good traits and like even if they're not that that good Bro, we, try to, does. we try to we try to convince <laughs> ourselves that okay maybe she's just regular maybe she's yeah. just as nice as everybody else mm-hmm. but when you're in love fam you're like oh she's the kindest person in the world but mm-hmm. really she's not fam and like mm-hmm. you're trying to justify her personality for like this romantic desire that you have and these sexual desires that you have when they're really not all that but i think in that yeah. verse uh first timothy of like let me go back to it um and first Timothy, do not uh let me skip to just like see older women as mothers, younger women as sisters in all purity. Amplified version says being careful to maintain appropriate relationships. And like just that that purity part is like um, when you see her as a sister, as a friend, it's like you're not amplifying anything the way you would a romantic partner. And you see them for what they are. And when you see them for what they are, you can love them for how they actually are uh, realistically. Mm. I don't know. Like, you always want to learn about people's good sides, but I'm learning now, like, seeing the bad sides is just as important, especially Absolutely. to give you, a, like, a more rational, holistic view on them. Um, and that equips you really well to, like, okay, man, like, it's deeper. It's deeper than just, I like you, you like me, let's do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think that's powerful because, um, like, when you when you're in that, state of just like this person is so kind like that infatuation state like it makes their downfall so much more amplified so the same way you amplify their good you amplify their bad at the same time so it's like when you see them holistically fam like when they mess up like a normal human being then it's like oh i just i know she's not really good at communicating that well instead of like why did she say this to me She's not thinking like all this stuff, you know what I mean? You just, right. you see, you just, there's a lot more grace. And that's why, um, 
that's just how like that's how God is with us. Like that's why He's able to have so much grace with us because He knows us, like exactly. holistically. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly. that is powerful, fam. Like you need to want to see those parts too, and want to, to nurture those parts the same way you do the good. You know? Yeah, yeah. And although we say Savior's complex is is really bad, I've learned so much about it. Like. I really want to know people's problems. Yeah. Like from that, obviously it's unhealthy when you see yourself yeah. as the solution to it. But yeah. like you see how beautiful it is to like you really yearn to like see people the way for who they actually are and like the baggage that they carry. Because when you see that, you learn to actually carry those burdens with them, not for them, like you would with yeah. the savings complex, but like with mm-hmm. them as a friend. Um, and I, I really love that. Not that I had a serious complex, but like you learn what not to do and what to do, right? So, right. Um, now, when I see other people, it's like I could try to know the rosy parts about you. Um, well, that could be a bar for Rosa Parks, Rosie. I could know the rosy parts about you and stuff, and like the parts that tickle my fancy. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> or, bro, bro. or whatever. Bro. But like, you won't be able to love that person well if you don't know the those sides. Your my phone, my AirPods disconnected. Yo, you you're good, no, you're good. But yo, what you guys say? Like, the dark is even more amplified. But like, and then, like, in true love, like, in this case, you're like, oh, you understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're saying, yeah. No, but I I, remember, I was listening to uh, the Godly Dating podcast. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Um, Sorry. Just the way you looked at the camera when you said that. Oh, but like, uh, what's his name? Uh, T- Tavares, is that his name? Um, but he was saying, he was saying like, um, one of the red flags for men is when they have to tell their family, I'm the man in the house. I've been thinking about that the whole day. Like when you have to even get to that point where you have to remind them that you're the man in the house, it just shows your character was lacking and stuff. And yeah, I, I was I was like applying that. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I don't have like a my own family yeah. like that. But I was applying that to myself, like where I have to like tell you straight up my identity, and you don't know mm-hmm. it just by my action, fam. Um, yeah, that that stuff is like it, it's hitting it's hitting more home considering like yo, like we're really paying attention to our habits now. And it's like, which one of my habits does not reflect me being the like man in the house, like me being a leader and stuff like that. And really got me dissecting. I know it's going to be with me for a minute. Like I'm going to be this way. Like just think about that forever. <laughs> like and the fact that I don't want to like get to that point where you have to tell people like who I am. Yeah. That's true, man. They don't know my name. AKA is not nice. But yeah, that's so true for real. I don't know. I think, I think like, yeah, I think you're right, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, that was like, uh, like, like for me, it wasn't even about showing like them that I'm Christian. It was literally just about me saying it all the time. Like I never yeah. really lived it. And simply just because I said it, they believed it, you know, it was like, oh, 
He's like that. Yeah. But it's like, y'all aren't even looking at my actions because if you were, I'm not like that at all. So, I don't know. Still gotta work on that, bro. Because, like... For real. Bro, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just bad. It is what it is, though. We ball. You know? It is what it is. You guys trying to pray? Yeah. Mark, if I catch you trying to take a screenshot from we're going to have problems. Screenshot of what? So, 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 Y'all, we've come to a stop. This is the end of not the world, fam. This is the end of this this season, and I just hope this last episode has been beneficial and helpful to you guys. I just wanted to end off by saying I'm thankful for everybody who's listened, who's been supporting, who's been, you know, just hitting me up in the dms about the end of the podcast we got 500 listens in the past few months which is crazy but anyways i hope you enjoy your winter break and i'll see you guys next season peace